It's that time of week, folks. Sit back and relax as you join us on Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. I'm John, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime over here, Nate Funk. How's it going, brother? Pretty good. Going great. Um, We just had a family get-together today, and it's been nice and warm inside the house, and been warm inside the barn, well, as warm as the inside of a barn can be. Um, Going great. And you? Uh, I'm surviving. I'm alive. I feel like a zombie. Uh, this last week I've been dealing with, uh, respiratory virus. Um, so that's always fun, right? Everybody likes to be sick. But uh, not we had the a famous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not the famous one. Um, we did have a guest, Ashley Shield, lined up for this week. But with me being sick, I, I really want to do that justice with having her on. So we're going to have her on next week. So that'll be cool to have her on for the first time. Um, Looking forward to that. Uh, Besides that, I'm just kind of surviving. I've got deer running around my property like crazy. I had a buck run across my front yard about half an hour ago. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Yeah, I'm getting getting excited for deer season. Um, That's something that outside of goats I like to do. I know you do as well. Yep, Um, yep, yep. Got a few on my property, but... We'll move on. Yeah, I've got one or two. Um, yeah, I'm just getting stoked for that. Uh, starting to feel a little bit better, not coughing and hacking as much, and can actually use my lungs for what they were made for. <laughs> um, I've got one dough that I have yet to get bread because I had to um, loot her after a fun escapade. I'll probably mention someday once I finally get her bread, I'm not bitter about it. Uh, <laughs> so I've got, I've got one doe left to breed. I was breaking it down. I was talking to our pal, uh, Kurt Schnipke today. Um, Oh yeah. We were, the, we were on the phone for quite some time discussing, uh, farm life and life in general. And I was thinking, I'm like, man, this is the latest I've ever been breeding a goat. Uh, besides our first year when we had, I think we had a one doe, kid in may and that was just ugh. but uh yeah so we're looking at hopefully having in that but buttoned up in the next couple weeks and moving on um what about you guys well we uh we have actually yeah we've got one doe possibly uh to breed we're not sure otherwise we may be done with breeding um we uh we got ourselves an ultrasound, fun toy to play with. If you you get a chance to get an ultrasound, um, I'll live vicariously through you guys. Ah, uh, yes. Well, we'll we'll share the wealth here. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, you well, know, now I'm even more excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll we'll come down. And we'll have to you know you know check some for some babies. We had an yeah. AI that we're kind of a little nervous on that we'll. Uh, 
you know, maybe later this week we'll we'll make our big announcement on. But uh, we, oh, I've we got one that I'm waiting it. for too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I won't be confirming it. I'll just be like, oh, it's been 21 days. Oh, uh, you should wait. Don't do 21 days on AI. Yeah, do like, but do like 30 usually... or 40. 30. Well, I'm not going to announce it, but I'm going to say I'll feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You get to day 21, you start feeling better. Except, you know what What I've noticed? Is it seems like, oh, man, I, I hate, quote, unquote, confirming it. You know, on e- even like 28 days, we've had it where we've you know, been like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's day 28. We've confirmed, you know, since, you know, so-and-so is AI to this awesome buck. And we're looking for kids, and then like day thirty, she comes back in heat. <laughs> right. So, yeah. uh, we're, we're usually a little hesitant until we can either get blood work or an ultrasound on them. Blood work usually is a little better, but ultrasound will work too. You know, you know what the Achilles heel of this podcast is, Nate? Uh oh, what? Everything we say is on record. I know. Like four, maybe five episodes ago. I think it was when we had Kurt on last. uh, I was like, oh, yeah, we're not ready to AI. That's not in the cards for us. I'm going to (laughs) focus on my program. And then literally probably the same week. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to AI this doubt. So uh, it's... (laughs) It's forever, like, there's no erasing this, right? It's forever out there now. Um, but people people now know that uh, I am a weak, feeble man, just like uh, everybody thought I was. We all are. <laughs> what if you do? Don't ever try lifting a livestock trailer by yourself. Oh, well, yeah, that's just, that's just weak sauce right there. That's but, just stupidity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, but oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, it's like in four weeks we'll be like, oh man, why did we say that? Oh goodness. Um, but I think with breeding pl- season, all plans are tentative until that right. doe is confirmed. Um, hmm. you know, yeah. Oh, I was already planning nationals for February kids. I'm like, ooh, this February kids are going to be hot. Look out, Brandy Giacchino. And then the dough recycles 42 days later. And you're like, well, here we go. That won't be happening. Yeah. Guess they just turned into April kids. Imagine that. Huh. So. <laughs> that was your thing, all right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, hey, Nate, did you did you know that there's like kind of like a big thing going on with Adka this week? There was. There it's was. still going on. People are still there. They are until I think what tomorrow morning. Check out Monday. tomorrow morning. Wait, hold on, maybe. not tomorrow morning. Until today. <laughs> Ooh, time travel. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, so. Anyway, no. Um, <laughs> until Monday, uh, people will mm-hmm. be um, in Tucson, Arizona, at the ADGA National Annual Meeting. And we all well, call convention. It convention. Convention. Hello. <laughs> kind of a big deal. This is our 
conventional convention this year. This isn't a Zoom meeting. This is convention in Tucson, Arizona, where it was swanky. And I was jealous that all these people were in this beautiful resort while I was sitting at home sick, out of work for seven days, sniffling and barely able to breathe in the cold New York air. And oh, it wasn't that beautiful cool. 80 degree Tucson, Arizona, and it looked wonderful. And I am envious. Congratulations to everybody that was able to go. It looked like oh, a yeah, great most time. Certainly. Most certainly. Cause I, I get to uh, walk out and I see the, uh, you know, white stuff sticking to the ground out here and, you know, tried to avoid giving the weather report. Uh. <laughs> Dude, can we, can we talk about, History that was made Saturday night. Can we talk about history for the American Dairy Goat Association? History for a single animal to be sold for the most amount ever at Spotlight yeah. Sale. Can we talk about that Spotlight Sale? Holy cow. Congratulations well, to the overall, Spotlight Sale Committee. Yeah. Overall. What was that? Well, like $107,200 gross. Yeah. Gross. So Not let's, gross. Let's break... Awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. Gro- gross no, is That's what like you're meaning, but I'm saying song. that yeah, was yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dude, so I'm going to break it down by animal real quick because it was all pretty pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And so the Toggenberg, Royal Cedars oh, Latte beautiful. Barista, beautiful dough. Beautiful. 6,400 right off the gate. Boom. Cliss's NSNN Periwinkle, 5,300. That's a sable. I was going to say 5,300. Boom. Then uh, the Sonnen buck, the only Sonnen that was in the sale, Springfield Oaks SSEM Norfolk, 1,700. Somebody got a steal, by the way. That's a steal. Oh, yeah. Then uh, the Oberhasley. Well, this is an Oberhasley podcast. We like that Oberhasley. Uh, Sir Echo Tycho, also known as Journey, uh, 2,500, and he's headed to the Northeast. Maine. Maine. Then we got one of the first Nubians. I think, uh, no, I think this was the last Nubian that was uh, auctioned off last night. Was uh, C.A. Blackberry's HRL Lunette, $7,000. And now we're cooking. We're cooking. Then yeah. Blissberry K.O. Chippendale. 9100. Oh, dude, you see like dude, he first of all, all these animals were sparkling cuz they threw sparkles on all these animals. It, it just looked great. Um hopefully you're watching Don Marston's uh live stream and not the one on Cow Buyers cuz Cow Buyers I I don't know if the Wi-Fi oh. connection was poor or what, but it was not great to watch. Oh, the, it was the uh, audio was washed great. Out. It was like the it's it hit the light just wrong such that every animal was white. Yeah, I so what I did was I put the uh, audio from well I had you know the cow buyer live stream yep. going on so I had the audio because that was nice and clear and then I had Don Marston's playing on Facebook muted so I it was like I was there man it was great oh so yeah you had Chippendale Chippendale went for ninety one hundred he had his nice little bow tie on look cute um, then the Jacobs Pride Forever Remember Me seven thousand dollars awesome prices yeah. Now, I'm just going to jump right into the craziness, and we're going to have a quick discussion about this um, just because it's so amazing. But uh, 
Little Miss B. Haven, Quiet Mystery, who was first place in her class at Nationals. Her dam was reserve grand champion this year at Nationals. $26,000. Holy cow. Congratulations yeah. to the buyer. Congratulations to Little Miss B. Haven. Holy cow. You, wow. I mean, I'm sure Bentley is just... Super happy, uh, Bentley Carter. That is, uh, so it something like that where you're selling for a record number for one animal to be sold at spotlight sale $26,000. It's amazing. Uh, I, I think so, at least. Don't you agree, Nate? Oh, no, that was it. it was she, <coughs> she started off high too. I mean, the, the, oh, the, proxy the pre. Yeah, the pre the online pre bids, uh, I think was up to like thirteen thousand six hundred before the sale even started. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you see on Facebook, you know these people that are like, "Well, what are you spending that kind of money for?" And what do you, you know, you could have bought twenty four goats that were just as good for that price. And f- to that, I say, get out of people's wallets. That's their money, not yours. They can spend it however they want. You want to spend 500 bucks on a goat down the street? Go for it. This is spotlight sale. They wanted to spend that money. It's their money. They're grown adults that are buying these animals. Let them do what they want. This is great for the industry. This gets eyes out everywhere. People everywhere are noticing this because it's such an amazing thing. $26,000 for a doe. Yeah. Amazing. And yeah. that's that's going to be the cornerstone of their program from here on out. So congratulations to them, to all anybody that's being negative online, and I could name them off right now if I wanted to. Well, we uh, won't. Don't we won't. Don't be that person. Stop it. Grow up. Stay well, in your own pocket. Don't get in other people's pockets. You know, is it, to, to this to that extent, you know, it, it, I will say you buy, buying an animal like that. There is a little bit of, uh, it's an advertisement in its own right. You know, you've got that animal. That animal went for that much money. You own it. It's yours. It's, you know, it's a Nigerian. They have multiples. They may be able to recoup that, you know, from the kid sales. Um, That may be an investment there. Um, or or just the investment of propelling their program to the next level that they want to get to go, you know, get exactly. to be. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, really, you know, a doe may not have as much of an impact as a buck, but a doe can, you know, you, you keep a bunch of her daughters. She's going to be in your program, throughout your program. Yep. Um, it's, and I'll say, you know, now, mind you, they've got really great handlers um, for Spotlight Sale. Um, kudos to the handlers. Um, but she was, she looked great. Oh, Based she from, deserved you know, to be first place in her class, and she deserved to be up on that stage. She was beautiful. Oh, she was. Um, um, you, know, last thing, you know, she looked like she was definitely worth that 26000 It was yeah. amazing to watch it happen. Um, I can't imagine him being in the room. I know that many of our listeners may have been in the room when it happened. Um, but it, uh, 
I just yeah, wow. Great. And I think it's great for the breeder. Um, I will tell you, when we were watching it, we had uh, family over, and they were watching it with us, and they they kind of know about the goat just through contact with us. Um, but they could not believe, you know, they're like, wow, you know, these animals are going for that much money. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be representatives of the top quality, you know, animals in that area or even in the country. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, I think it showed. Um, but I, I'd say, you know, congratulations to the breeder um, and to the new owners. Um, yeah. For sure. Uh, moving on, We Three Farms D Poseidon, another Nigerian dwarf, went for thirty two hundred. Yep. And Castle Rock something special went for sixteen thousand dollars. Now, and he is. Go ahead. In any other year, that would have been notable by itself. Oh, that's that was. I'm pretty sure that that might have tied. The previous record for a single animal sale. No, there was um, one but... for twenty four thousand. Previously, mm, are you sure you're not thinking of Colorama? I there was a discussion on that well, previously, and I believe. Anyways, um, yeah, he went for sixteen thousand, and then we'll get into the La Mancha, uh, Love Acres KV Luna, went for fifty one hundred. Yep. Uh, M's Sagebrush My Supergirl went for 6300 Yeah. And then our friend Jessica Miller, friend of the, the show, it's been on the show, yep. uh, purchased Rockin' CB AM Nebo for 7700 So congratulations, Jessica, on that new purchase. I know she was really tickled about that. Um, we had Goat San OGs, another La Mancha. He was the La Mancha buck in the sale. Go for 3900 And And uh, that rounded it off to make a total of $107,200. Uh, congratulations again to everybody. That was just, again, an amazing, amazing sale. Um, so everybody should be proud. Congratulations to the Spotlight uh, Committee. And hopefully we can... Uh, create something crazy like that next year in Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's the, the district two uh, year this year. we got nationals in Harrisburg and then mm-hmm. Syracuse. Now, uh, next thing I want to talk about from convention, Nate, uh, which is going to make some people go, well, it's about time. And it's going to make some people go, oh, come on, man. And I mean, I might be in the come on, man part of this, but uh, that's just because <laughs> it pertains to me. Um, linear appraisal. Everybody's been wondering about that. Yeah, that was discussed at convention this week, of course. Yep. Um, and there's a rule that's coming out. If you were appraised this year, 2021, um, you will not. And I, I'm saying most likely here because I haven't seen the official um letter to this but uh you will not be able or eligible to sign up for a linear appraisal next year so i got appraised this year next year i won't be able to be appraised uh you did not get appraised this year next year you'll be eligible to get appraised so i agree with this rule as much as i'm like oh dang it 
but uh, I agree with it because it's only fair for those that haven't been had an opportunity to get appraised. Now, so. uh, again, we haven't seen this in black and white. It hadn't, you know, right? The the meeting report will be coming out later, and once it does, when we'll be able to say exactly what what the ruling will be. Um, and I don't believe that this will be a long-standing rule. I believe it's kind of more of a for now sort of thing, uh, a temporary rule. Um, but yeah. uh, mainly because we got a backlog, and you know, many people want to be appraised and or have the animals appraised, and not that many appraisers. Um, you know, uh, it's again, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But as of yeah. right now, that's what they're saying. Um, I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just thinking because, like, when this came out, I was like, "Ah, oh, darn!" Um, because it's like, it's like, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. But I'm like, man, if I would have known that, I would have waited until next year when I bred six does to be appraised instead of having three does appraised this year, you know, but <laughs> it's like, you know, you can only, you, how am I supposed to know that in, in this year? But, uh, I, like I said, I, I honestly, like as much as I'm like, kind of burns me, but I get it. Um, it's only fair. Uh, you know, if well, you want <laughs> if you want to, if you want to be the one that's like, Oh, I got to praise this year. Well, guess what? You got to praise this year, but most likely you're not going to get a praise next year because there's people still sitting in line, waiting for for appraisal so yeah yeah it is what it is I, i'm glad that they made the right choice definitely not an easy choice i'm sure there's going to be breeders that are like well i'm right down the road from this stop why can't i just go and it's gonna be like well guess what no so um let's see the bod meeting Board occurred this week Yep, um, board of directors meeting occurred this week, uh, and having friends that were there specifically for the board of directors meeting, um, not as directors, but as just being there and wanting to sit in on it, uh, they were they were quite shocked with how often they were um, told to go way out in the hall for executive session. Um, they were in executive session seventy five percent of the time those two days. And before I go any further, I just want to say those directors had a lot of work to get through a lot I, of work and they were long, long days. And one day they got out and everything was closed. They didn't even get dinner. Right. Um, I mean, these, they worked their tails off to get as much work done for the membership as they could. And I just want to quickly say, thank you. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, saying they things were closed down and they didn't get dinner. The other thing about this resort was it wasn't like it was in a metropolitan area, from what I'm told, where you could just go next door to the restaurant or the, the fast food mm-hmm. place that was still open. Um, it was a bit removed from town. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they had a lot on year, their docket. They had a lot on did. their docket this year. And many, much of it was things where, you know, they had to go through a lot of the postal ballots. That was one day that I, I heard they had to go through yeah. and, and go go through each of those. Um, 
and then they had other issues they had to attend to. Um, so. Yeah, um, I think next year, Nate, we should do pick one day for their uh, director's meeting and just order beer and pizza for them. If they'll take just, beer and pizza. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, why wouldn't they? Do they? I mean, it's the poor Syracuse. people. What? Yeah, it's why some not? Of the best pizza say, in, no, no, I'm Some saying, of the best pizza in the country. I was going to say, it's Syracuse. Maybe they, they would take the beer and pizza. Um, yeah. They've got to. So I, I just think that that would be a nice uh, gesture next year. Um, we're going to send them some beer and pizza. I've decided. I think we should. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, they, they spent a long time um, trying to fix some stuff with NG, uh, different issues within ADGA, um, financials. I really want to see those financials, Nate. I really, really want to see them. Yeah, I think you and uh, half the membership. Uh... I really <laughs> want to see them. I So they had the membership meeting um, where they open up. Before they do anything, they open up uh, the week with the membership meeting where members are allowed to stand up and voice any concerns that they would like to have addressed for the week. Um, you know, that's one of the big things. So this week, um, there was a couple people that stood up and thanked the office staff for their continued hard work um, during of the NG craziness. And then there was, uh, I forget who it was, but somebody spoke up and read off this uh, paper that they had um, about how people with disabilities that show dairy goats deserve the right to show their dairy goats um, by any means that they can, meaning um, if they can't bend down because of their disability, uh, by you know holding their collar, uh, that at national show they should be able to um, show them by using a lead. Uh, so that was addressed during the membership meeting, and during the board of directors meeting, um, it was passed that they will take off that line from the national show rules that um, leads before it. It basically said no leads or leashes allowed. Um, where now they are. So I think that's a nice win for the membership for those people that want that. Um, I've never personally felt the need that I need a leash for my animals, but again, I'm not disabled. Um, and I'm also not showing Nigerian dwarves anymore. Right. So, I, I, was gonna say, I know that a lot of the Nigerian breeders were uh, supportive of removing that rule. Um, mm -hmm. You know, many of them said, you know, look, you know, we're adult or, you know, further out, when we stand, we got to crouch out down for these, especially the junior animals. Mm -hmm. um, and I know a lot of them were in support of doing away with the role. There, there were a few that, you know, felt it, it was a, a needed to be there or needed some kind of uh, be the, be uh, modified. Maybe you know, a lead of a certain length or type. Um, yeah. But instead, it was just as far as I'm able to gather, um, it was simply uh, struck down as being no longer being a rule. Right. Um, and I, now, was it just for the 
vegetarians or what? No, no, that's just, that's just a national general. That's just a national show rule that was in there. Um, so that's any breed, right? Uh, okay. If you want to show your animal with a lead, you can. I wouldn't think that people are going to be using retractable leashes on their goats here, but uh, I mean, if 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 you Sorry, have enough control, image. No, if you have enough control of your animal with a lead, I don't have a problem personally. Now, if like I'm at nationals and somebody bumps into me because they're eight foot lead goat, you know, gets a little bit too much slack and runs into mine. I mean, I'm not going to be swearing at the person, but I'm not going to be happy. Um, so I think those that are going to use this uh, rule for uh, showing their Nigerians or Oberhasli, Sonnens, whatever, um, just, you know, make sure you're still making your animals ready for the ring and, and breaking them on that leash. Uh, yeah. So that's a that's a good win for the membership. I know there was quite a few people that were pushing for that for a while. Um, and I mean, when I first got into Uber Hostley and Nigerians, I was contacted by somebody that was uh, looking for uh, people to go through old national show images to see if anybody ever used the lead. And I, I helped him out and I never found a picture of it. So um, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I don't know of many. Um, I, I did know of maybe one case, but I believe the person in, in question, uh, she was blind and the person who accompanied her had the animal on a lead so that if something happened, mm-hmm. you know, but the yeah. lead was always slack so that, you know, the showman was still in control of the animal. It was just a safety feature. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's great. Uh, congratulations. You know, small victories are definitely welcome these days uh, with everything going on in ADGA. Um, speaking of things going on in ADGA, I noticed a post and I meant to go back and look for it, but i be honest with you, being sick and just getting home from work, I uh, didn't look that hard. But I know, <laughs> I know that there was a uh, job posting for a uh, in-house uh, web designer, basically, um, or I guess code designer, a s- software um, developer. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, it looks like Adga's looking for an in-house person to be on staff uh, to help fix NG, and I don't know what the plans are. 100% for that. Once I see uh, the meeting uh, minutes and uh, all of the reports, then I can help. You know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely planning on making some phone calls to directors to help decipher all that uh, just to see what it really truly means. And then, you know, we can kind of break it down on here. But I'm, I'm interested to know, you know, a little bit more about that. I know it's did you see the price of like what the starting price was for that? No, no. But I remember seeing it. And I was like, "Oh, that's a decent amount of money." It, it wasn't actually. I think I did, and it was a decent amount of money. Um, like there, over a hundred. Yeah, it is. I believe I was going to say. I think it is over a hundred thousand. Um, you know, what? hold on here a moment. It's easy enough. I would imagine it would be. Again, I want to see those financials. Um, <laughs> but you, you know what? Uh, what I was going to say here was, um. 
there's we, we keep mentioning these uh, reports following you know the convention right and re- really what I, I want to say here is these reports are there for us as the membership to read to go over to have it in black and white that he said and she said this was voted on and this was passed and this was not and in some cases who voted for what and who did not vote for what as much as we should be doing this with our elected officials in our daily lives in our towns villages states and country these are our elected mm-hmm. officials within our association we should be reading this these things and going over them so we know how they're voting we know what the board of directors is doing and what they're thinking about um so we can engage you know those who represent us properly and effectively um you know i'm not trying to make a picture for getting involved in politics but you know at least to be aware of what's going on around you. Um, you know, the, the men and women in, in that room and who represent us are making rules that affect the shows you attend, the, the registration of your animals, um, the identification on your animals, how you handle them. Um, these are, affecting you directly so you you hear us saying you know we want to read these reports there's a reason we're not looking into things specifically like to read between the lines but to be informed and i i think that anyone who's a member should you know when these reports come out look for them and read through them some of them are going to be boring and dry and you're going to be like Mm -hmm. what you know some of them are going to seem like they voted you know, spent two hours debating whether or not to open the window or something. Um, well, I obviously, uh, how do I, you know, whatever. I obviously have a presence on the district pages and other places on Facebook regarding dairy goats, uh, where I ask some tough questions that uh, people might take as negative right and me just all oh, this john guy is always negative um and it's not the like me because i've said it a ton of times me saying oh you know i want the financials i want the financials i want to see where we're at where are we at where are we at that's not me just being a negative nancy there's a reason for that it's because i care um you know there's a lot of people that reach out to me uh asking questions that uh, frankly a lot of them are afraid to ask uh anybody and i just (laughs) i feel like hey if they're asking me and i don't know the answer i'm gonna ask somebody um and these reports are getting some of those answers that we're not getting because let's face it not all of our directors are on facebook um and if they are not all of them have all the time in the day to answer everybody we don't have 40 don georges we have a Pete Snyder and a Lynn Fleming and a Don George and a Don Marston and a Karen Smith. We have everybody um, and everybody's individual is indifferent. So these reports uh, from this week um, and, and the committee reports that came out 
a couple weeks ago. Those are important to read through so you know what's going on. It's important information. If you want to be part of this registry, you need to be informed so that way you can make smart decisions when it comes time to vote for directors um, or voice your concerns. There's my little sp- spot to stand on for the day. Okay, so... <laughs> um, yeah, so we both had a little bit of soapbox, and it was similar sort mm-hmm. of soapbox. Because, um, you know, people do ask me, too, but they tend to go to John first. But, they uh, go to the loud guy. They go, go to the loud guy, not the <laughs> quiet guy. Um, right. But uh, moving on, um, we got a new <laughs> e- e- EC here. Um, uh, yeah, we do. We sure we, do. We do. Uh, Robin... Psalm is our new president. <clears throat> yeah, um, sorry for the cough, folks. Um, yeah, well, congratulations, Robin. I know she's been on quite a few times, uh, so hopefully she does a good job for us. You know. Um. Yep. And so, uh, yeah. Again, yeah. Congratulations, Robin. Um. So, what will you take away from the convention there, John? Well, I take away that there was a lot of work to be done as far as the board meeting goes, um, which caused a lot of executive session. Um, You know, I think that convention as a whole was living vicariously through my friends that were there uh, was beautiful. Um, Yeah. I, uh, well, here's a story. So everybody that uh, I'm sure everybody that listens here probably listens to Goat Gab. Um, Go and Bob Bartholomew was on Goat Gab uh, last week. So I'm talking to Bob as he's on his way from uh, Louisville because he judged uh, the nail show. Um, so he was on his way from Louisville to uh, Tucson, and they had broken down. I was like, "Oh, Bob, I'm so sorry. I felt terrible." So I was talking to them, you know, helping them pass time. And I'm, you know, going on Facebook as I'm talking to him on speakerphone. And I come across these uh, paper mache goats that were made uh, for um, the craft sale that they have. Um, It's like their own little spotlight sale of paper mache goats, right? They have every breed that they made. Um, And I saw the Guernsey and I was like, oh, that Guernsey is pretty awesome. So I was like, I... I go to Tierney. I'm like, I like this Guernsey. I'm like, and she's like, okay, whatever. So I go, Bob. I'm like, if you, if you are you gonna be there? And he goes, Yeah, I'll be there. Of course, I'll be there. I was like, I want to bid on the Guernsey. So, so I'm like, it's it's the first it's it's the first one that they made because because whenever it's in Arizona, they make these paper mache statues every right. uh, time. So I'm like, it's the first Guernsey. It's like it's perfect, right? So. So he goes, okay, what's your budget? And I go, well, I don't want to spend too much getting in trouble with the missus, so I'll I'll spend like one fifty. Like he's like, okay, he's probably not going to get it. I'm like, yeah, you're right, it's probably not, but whatever. So, uh, I th- it comes to the night where they do the little sale for it, and he goes, he goes, I got the Guernsey. I go, you got the Guernsey? I'm like, how much was it? And he goes, well, I didn't get the Guernsey for you. It went past your price. I got it for me. (laughs) (laughs) I go, 
dang it. I'm like, I'm like, how much over was it? He goes, enough. I'm like, all right, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> but so then I'm talking to him on the phone. I'm like, what, what you, what you do that for? And he goes, well, you know, who knows if they're ever going to have it here again? Who, and, and it could be the first and last Guernsey that they ever make for, for it. So he's like, I just wanted it. And I'm like, cool. When I start churning out Guernseys, do you want to buy one? <laughs> Go with the statue. So it was it was cool. Uh, those are those statues. I mean, they're not. It's not like they're like replica of a Guernsey. Oh no, they're beautiful. Replica they're artwork. They're art. Yeah, they're they art. Are. They're just cool. Uh, and and so they have one it. for each breed. You know, Alpine La Mancha. Uh, yeah. Nigerians, Nubians, Overhazlies, you know, the Guernseys. Um, they even have a, had a uh, the Zana and the Tag and the Great. The grade was pretty cool too. Yeah. And, um. So yeah, they were beautifully done. Um, you know, and they were uniquely, you know, you know, a Tucson. You know, they're, you know, cacti um, painted onto these animals as well. And, mm-hmm. Um, just beautiful. Oh, everyone had a different color scheme. It was cool. Yeah. So, and um, you scared the tar out of us with that too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did. So, <laughs> so John's doing that. He messages my wife and I, and like, oh, Bob bought the Guernsey. <laughs> and my wife and I look at each other and went, It's Friday night. <laughs> Wait, did they move Spotlight Sale? Oh, no, we're missing Spotlight Sale. We jump, we scramble. We bring up the, the computer, we bring up cow buyer, we see that there's prices next to animals, we're like, wow, those are low prices. You know, it's Friday night, people <laughs> hadn't started bidding, we're like, wow, those are low prices. Oh my goodness, well, maybe they did sell, start, maybe the spotlight sales going on. And so we're, we're messaging John, who, it, you you lose things in, in text. Well, I, you don't I probably get on was... The phone. I was probably flying high like Lil Wayne with my codeine cough syrup too, so uh, <laughs> so I didn't help. Finally, I said something about something. Some, one of the animals was at eight hundred already, and John's like, "Wait a minute, spotlight <laughs> sales not tonight. I'm talking about the paper mache goats." Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was, it was, listen, they were cool. I liked them. Oh, they I, were cool as can be. I, I personally liked the over one, but I kind of figured that was going to go high quick. So, I think it went for 500 Yeah. In fact, yeah. Um, who got it? Darn it. Uh, Shamus got it. Um, yeah. Um, Mar- uh, who was it? Who am I thinking of? Oh my gosh. You're no help, Nate. Oh yeah, hold on here, hold on. Huh? Margaret? Yes. Thank you. I'm like sitting here, I'm like, wasn't her mom? Yeah, Margaret Shamus got it. So uh you know, yeah, yeah. to her. Uh it's pretty. Uh <laughs> I liked her post too because she was like, Oh, I'm uh going home with a goat, not a live one. <laughs> well, she posed it on the rocks near the cactus outside the mm-hmm. resort. So, and I'm sitting there like, "Don't make it fall and break. Stop it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, you know, another portion of 
national convention that I watched and was privy to because of Don Marston, who really deserves a round of applause because he, he, any chance he could go live for anything he was, um, it, it just was wonderful. It felt like, you know, not everybody can afford to go to convention. So it felt like we were part of it just to be on that live stream when we could be. Um, so thank you, Don. And not everybody, it's not just that not everybody could afford, not everybody could get away from the farm, away from the job, away from the family to go. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah again, it's thank a, you, you know, Don, and, and I believe uh, everyone else, I believe uh, Terry Coleman did some during Spotlight Sale. Clissy uh, Foster did. There was a bunch yep, of people. Yep. There were a bunch um, of people who did live from. Anybody who did live streams during or even shared pictures of things going on. Yeah. Um, I think during the linear appraisal workshop, uh, uh, Don George took some photos and shared those. Oh, it was uh, cool. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so talking about that live stream with Don, um, you know, they did the membership meeting to open it, but they also do the membership meeting to close it where Lance and a couple of directors um, sat in and, uh, addressed the um, membership that attended the membership meeting. Um, so, you know, they were talking about uh, everything going on. People had questions. They tried to answer them best they could. Uh, some of them they couldn't really answer, which is okay. Um, you know, kind of to be expected these days. And, you know, I honestly, I was getting a little fumed um, because, you know, I'm sitting here listening to Lance Gerlach talk. And he's giving out stats and being very robotic. And I'm si- I'm getting mad because I'm like, where's the humanization in this? Where is it? Like, I'm getting so- like, I mean, Nate, I was I'm sure I was right in the face. And it wasn't that I'm mad at Lance. I'm just mad at the situation that we're in. Um, and, you know, I got to give her credit. Laura Hughes at the end stood up, addressed everybody there, gave a wonderful speech and said, you know, I've been part of ADGA for 40 years. Um, You know, I've loved dairy goats. Uh, You know, this is her second, uh, first or second convention. Um, And really what got me is she goes, you know, ADGA is still the premier dairy goat registry. ADGA is still working hard to maintain being the premier dairy goat registry. Uh, And I'm obviously probably botching what she said. Um, but I really like, like that in that moment, cause I'm sure I wasn't the only one feeling that way in that moment. That's what member, the membership needed to hear. And you know what? Everybody gave her a big round of applause because that's exactly what we all needed to hear. And Laura, I know you're listening. You did a wonderful job speaking there. Uh, I know you had a hard week with you being a director uh, for the first time ever. Um, and, and kind of going into the lion's den, I really proud of you for what you did this week. Um, and proud of all the other directors that, uh, were working hard alongside you. Um, thanks for representing, representing, uh, the, the membership and, and your district. And, uh, that was a great speech. It really kind of put things back into perspective for me. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, no, it, it, you know, again, these these sometimes the directors that 
speak speak they're not just speaking for the people of their district because we're, right. the, yeah. we're the age of social media you know many of you will hear about this podcast via social media so thereby the directors hear from the membership at large and yeah you know, yeah so when they speak you know as laura did um they they may be speaking for the membership they may be speaking for their own membership but um yeah i mean it's it, it it's it's what they do um, yeah what we hope they do um so, Any other takeaways before we uh, go through uh, some of, you know, quickly, obviously, you know, we've been kind of yammering here. Right. But, uh, well, um, you know, the other takeaway I got was um, it was good to be back. Right. You know, people were. And we weren't even there. <laughs> we weren't even there. Again, we're all living vicar- you know, vicariously through those who were able to be there. But seeing the pictures of the people being able to talk to each other and to be, you know, to see each other and to sit down and, and hang out together, to, to go have a meal, to be at an award banquet, to go to Spotlight Sale, um, to do all this, um, it just was definitely, it got the, the feeling of it's good to be back. You know, there were even people who suggested that that high price uh, pr- that those animals went for this year may have been because people didn't spend the money last year. And so they had a little bit more this year. Um, whatever it was, um, my kind of takeaway was uh, it was really kind of nice to be back at it again. You know, we all well, talk about the new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I know that convention is one of those things that we all... Uh, well, we many of us look forward to, um, and you know, with it, we've talked about the business end of it. You know, the uh, the board of directors meeting and spotlight sale, and you know, we've briefly touched on the other elements of convention, which really is is what for most of the membership that goes um, is most fun is the workshops. Yeah. They're uh, every day are from starting at 7 a.m. all the way to, you know, close to 10 o'clock at night if you want to do karaoke, right? <laughs> Which yeah. next year we're doing, Nate. Next year no, we're doing no, some no. karaoke. No, no. Yes, we are, bro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm Tone doing death. it. I'll do, I'll do it without you. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> we'll get Jen but, in on it. <laughs> all right, great. He's um, got along. <laughs> but all day they've got, you know, uh, workshops and classes, uh, everything from uh, causes and diagnosis, diagnosis and treatment of mastitis to uh, selecting and evaluating dairy goats, uh, far, virtual farm tours, everything. Um, so we're going to go through kind of what, if we were there, what would we have really looked forward to? Um, and I honestly think for me, I would have wanted to attend the linear appraisal um, oh yeah if not it, it, I, maybe I, maybe it's like a regular like just like regular like walk-in um where you pay whatever uh or as an auditor 
I don't think I wouldn't want to be as a candidate because obviously I don't plan on appraising anytime soon. Um, but I, I think that would have been cool. I, I spoke to uh, well to Don George, and he said he came away from it with so such a different perspective on appraising your animals, meaning like the way you look at things in your own herd. Um, and I agree. I, I think I would have wanted to sit through the the linear appraisal workshop. Um, I also, though, I think I would want to, there were two workshops on dairy goat nutrition um, on Thursday. And I really want to sit through those. because I, I think that, well, you know, we've all grown, you know, some of us have grown up around livestock. Um, it's always a good idea to get somebody else's perspective on, uh, mm-hmm. on nutrition. Um, yeah. And I, I would have loved to have gotten, you know, you know, the speaker's perspective on, on nutrition, um, on the needs and the takes and what they, what to do. I mean, many of us have our own formula. Some of us feed a straight up grain. Some of us don't. And I just would love to, you know, get, get a little bit of information there. Um, yeah. And that was I, I on think, Thursday. Um, right. There was also, um, there was one that I thought would have been interesting, which was on uh, Q fever and Coxiella, uh, what you need to know. And that was with Dr. Stephen White from the USDA. That would have been cool. I, I want to, I would have liked to, I like that kind of stuff. Um, oh, that was on Friday, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah. there was like, Linear, the really like the advanced reproductive uh, technologies, like I feel like that'd be something that like Jen would love. Oh um, well, Jen, Jen would. I'd have to go to the the AI workshop for beginners. Um, <laughs> but Jen would, yeah, the advanced repro uh, technologies. Uh, some of the the issues with some of these is like they're in the AI workshop concurrently with the advanced repro. Hmm. You know, one thing I've learned with the AI workshops is you always learn something new. You may be doing AI, like, not blindfolded, but, you know, often and having good success. Yeah. But you always learn something when you go through an AI workshop. You know, something different, even if it's you just learn a different technique. Right, because every vet's different. Because um, exactly. usually it's put on by vets. Um, um, I know the Advanced Repro was put on uh, by uh, Sarah Wahlberg of Lisbury. Ah, yeah. Um, and but she has done some really cool stuff too. Um, so, um, you know, that would have been a good one to to bend through. And again, it was all concurrent with the linear appraisal one too. So, and Friday was one of these days where you need like three or four people. Who could like all go to these different workshops and together <laughs> afterwards video and discuss it? it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think probably in the next couple of weeks we're gonna get uh, if she wants to be on. I haven't asked her yet. Uh, we're gonna try to get Danelle Wolford on um, from Weedleman Reap. We had her on. She's uh, the Nigerian breeder that does YouTube and 
has just gotten to showing. Um, she this is in her backyard, right? This is like an hour from where she lives. So she was there, I think, all week. And uh, I talked to her a little bit in the beginning of the week. Um, tried not to bug her too much because, you know, I'm all excited about it. Uh, but uh, she was having a great time. So we might have to have her on. Um, I can't wait for Syracuse con- convention next year. Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to attend all week uh, just because it's my it's my busy time of year for work. So let's like I got to be realistic. Um, but I, I plan to attend at least three or four days out of the week, um, which should be plenty. And it's going to be awesome, dude. Like it's I, like I'm stoked. I can't wait. Oh, we're already planning to try to be there all week. Um, I mean, we're. The thing is, you got nationals. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, you got nationals like the same year, so like there's a week off at least, probably ten days for work, Um, and then you want to like if I want to go to Dutchess County Fair, if like I that's potentially another week off of work. uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Unless I work alongside that, right? And then you know another week for convention. Uh, and oh, by the way, I have a family that might need to take some time off for. Like, exactly. it eats up time real quick. So, oh, it does. I mean, I just... you, you, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> budget it. That's why I think most years it's good for you know convention to be in one district and the national show to be in another. Um, it just, I think this year coming up, twenty twenty two, was an exception because, I mean, well, it was supposed it, to be it was supposed to be last year, and then this upcoming year so there you wouldn't have had to pick one or the other you could have gone right. to convention last year all year and then next year at harrisburg gone all week for that but um i mean i'm not mad about it it's just i'm gonna have to oh it's, I, a it's, definitely, it's definitely not gonna be a, a full week thing now we are i have to reach out to mr pete snyder um I'll probably give him a call this week. I'm saying this on the podcast, Nate, because I want to speak it into fruition, right? Um, <laughs> make us accountable. Make us accountable, yes. Uh, I'm going to give him a call, and you know, I've been talking to Laura Hughes, and we think it would be kind of cool to have a panel um, where we discuss a topic um, via, you know, about dairy goats. Uh, I won't share too much more than that, um, but... Yeah, where we we all four of us, you know, Nate, myself, Cameron, and Laura, we sit down in one room and uh, fist fight. No, no, <laughs> no, no it, and like have a have a really great. Uh, I think it would be a, like a really cool uh, episode crossover type deal um, where we also talk about dairy goats, which we all love to do. Um, so next week, Nate, we have Ashley Sheel on. Uh, so that's going to be awesome. We're also recording with somebody else, uh, to have for the next week because that's Thanksgiving week. So you and I are going to be busy out there hunting, uh, those timber rattlers. Um, Oh, I know where those are. Well, Don George doesn't, he was looking for rattlers. This man, I know we're everywhere right now, but like this man, Don George, he goes to me, goes, ah, finally got out of. The meetings, you know, it's not an all-day thing. I'm going to go for a walk and a hike. I'm going to look for a rattlesnake. And I go, excuse me? He goes, yup, I love catching snakes. And I'm like, dude, 
<laughs> no, like this isn't the old Western. You're not John Wayne. He's all about it, man. I might have to get him like a pet snake or something or a rattlesnake like statue. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, Don, you're one of the best we got. Don't get bit by a rattlesnake and then you're out on the on the trail somewhere. And we can't find you. Uh, he'll be gracious. okay. He's out in Oliver Tree tripping from a rattlesnake bite. Great. <laughs> so, uh, well, we'll have Ashley and we'll try to get another uh, recording in for the Thanksgiving uh, week. Uh, you know, well, I already got it coordinated, buddy. Oh, it's all awesome. coordinated. We're going to record it early so that way we're not recording falling asleep on tryptophan or anything like that. It's going to be great. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, turkey, turkey. Yep. So, but look forward next Monday. Um, our next episode will feature Ashley Shield, and we'll have a. It's going to be. I I can't wait for that point of view. It's going to be great. Anyway, um, did you want to add anything, Nate? Before no, no. I, you know, convention is is a once a year thing. Uh, if you're able to go, go. Um, you know, you make a lot of friends. If you can't, um, you know, observe, watch as best as you can. Um, mm-hmm. otherwise I kind of feel like this is, uh, you know, the capstone to the year, you know, yes. here and out, we're looking at, you know, next spring, next summer, next fall. Um, at least as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. um, getting seasons yeah. are coming up for some people in December. Um, yeah. So, well, I agree. That's it. Um, and I'll just add, uh, again, a thank you to all of our directors for working hard this week to try to write the ship. Uh, has not gone unnoticed. Um, I know I whine a lot, but it's because I care. So keep on keeping on. Keep on doing your thing. Thank you again. And everybody, this has been Ringside, an American Dairy Go podcast. I'm John. That's Nate. Y'all have a great week. Good night. Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, is not an affiliate of the American Dairy Goat Association. All opinions or information regarding the ADGA does not represent the registry.